Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's the Take 12 Podcast on the Believe Network. Thanks for tuning in. I am Seahawks superfan Brett Davern, and he is Seahawks legend Lofa Tatupu with you for one final ride this season. The Super Bowl is in the books, and there's much to discuss. Uh, What does this mean for the Chiefs' legacy? What does it mean for the Niners and their legacy? And what does this mean for Taylor Swift and her career? I heard she's a singer. Katie, did you know that? There's this... Girl, everyone says she's going to be popular. I don't know. Are you talking about but, Travis's girlfriend? Yeah, she had a lot of coverage on there. I think she's going to be big. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And thank you to our sponsor, Wiener Schnitzel. Two locations in Western Washington, Everett and in Fife. Go on in, mention the Take 12 podcast, get a free hot dog with any other purchase. Uh, you get, you know, whether you're getting a corn dog or chili dog or ice cream cone, whatever you're getting down there. It's all good at Wiener Schnitzel. You have forgotten how delicious Wiener Schnitzel is, I promise. Go down and try some, and then I dare you to not go back within a couple of days. It's that good. Wiener Schnitzel, everybody. One of them in Fife, right down there around Tacoma, and then one of them up there in Everett, just north of my hometown, Edmonds. Um, On this episode, Lofa and I, we really, we got into the Super Bowl big time, um, and also the commercials and, and, and Katie didn't really talk much about it cause she ignored the Super Bowl Lofa. I, I didn't think it could be wow. done. I didn't, I didn't think I'd ever know a person who could do this, but she successfully didn't even watch one, right Katie? Not nope. even one moment of the Super Bowl. I guess it's like a rerun at this point. <laughs> How do you I mean I I did talk to someone on Saturday who said, "Oh, we're not even going to be watching. I'm I'm we're driving, so we'll be in the car and I it's the first time I won't ever be there and like did, did it feel cuz Katie like I I have to tell you I am jealous of this. Like in a way. Deep down I am a little jealous that the like the like the biggest thing ever and you're just like, "No, nah, I'm just going to live my life." There's a freedom in that. That I am jealous of. All right, yeah. Because I am a slave a to the of, NFL overlord, man. I, I bow down to that machine, man. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. And I'm jealous that you're just out there living your life while I'm sitting in front of the TV for five hours. <laughs> yeah, what'd you do? What'd you <laughs> like, do all day? I'm so jealous of this. Just like, you know, read and like that, did stuff around the house. See what and... I mean, Lofa? Like, it sounds kind of nice, right? Sounds relaxing. Sounds yeah. peaceful. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, we'll get into all of it. Actually, let's do that right now. Um, here's the conversation and the episode. Without further ado. Whoa. Uh, Katie is over there fashioning my tinfoil hat for me, so I'll get that on. 
and then we'll I'll be ready to talk about the Super Bowl whenever you are, Lofa. Um, you, you have a Sonics hat on today, but it is gray, I notice, which, uh, you know, followers of my conspiracy theories and McNeil's will note is the color of tinfoil. So maybe Lofa is trying to tell us something this morning. Is it a code? Just a coincidence. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> buddy, happy Super Bowl Monday. Um, the big game yesterday, a hundred and wait, no, what did we, what did you say? Over a billion people, Katie? Something. What was the viewership number we were talking about? We didn't talk about the viewership number. We talked about the chicken wings number. Oh, 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 sorry. That was the number of chickens <laughs> <laughs> that were watching the game or yeah, over a billion chicken wings. But uh, over a hundred quadrillion people watching all over the world. Lofa, where were you? How were you enjoying your Super Bowl Sunday? And I mean, we should just probably just jump right into the game, I think. Yeah, um, I went to Moss Bay Hall. Uh, okay. Spot that uh, our buddy Keith and Gary that own the Queen Anne Beer Hall they opened over in Kirkland. Oh right. Uh, okay. Yep. It's where the Wild Rover used to be. Remember that? Gotcha. Yep. Hundred yeah. percent. I mean, I don't remember, but you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, well, you grew up here. I thought you would have been. There. Yeah. No. No. Uh, <laughs> He's saying he got drunk there too much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Place is sick, and uh, so we were there. Big play Babs is in the house. Nice. Uh, one of my other buddies is there, Paul Amato. Shout out to Shreddy. Um, and I brought my kid, Kai. Yeah. So it was the first Super Bowl we really watched. I made him. I was like, bro, you got to watch. <laughs> you got to get into it. Yeah. And so I dragged him there with me. And uh, and we watched the first half there and then watched the second half back at home. But, um, yeah, the first half, I mean. Not much to watch. Was, it was it's pretty much what happens in a lot. I mean, I remember even in the one I played in, it was just boring, right? Mm-hmm. Like no action, nothing happening. Not even really exciting if you like defense because there wasn't like a whole lot of big hits. Like two fumbles, though, yeah. um, which which were huge. Right. But other than that, it was a very not not very entertaining first half yeah what going into the game did you have a rooting interest or was there a rooting like what who was kai rooting for Uh, he's not allowed to root for the niners right so i mean (laughs) that kind of uh singles it down yeah yeah. so we were swifties for the moment Uh uh-huh yeah my kids too they my my kids despise the niners uh rightfully so and of course i can't root for the niners um i the party i was watching it at i got there and i said well you know as a seahawk fan these are both division rivals of sorts because we used to be in the afc west Uh and i blew everybody's mind with that one people didn't even realize the seahawks used to be in the afc at the, (laughs) the joint i was at um but yeah, I so I guess I was rooting for the Chiefs, but really I was just sort of watching quite a boring game until the fourth quarter. And I called it even in the first half. I said, "Nah, this thing's going to overtime. The NFL needs an extra quarter, and there will be some scoring." And boy, was there! Um, what about the? I mean, the football of it wasn't great even at the beginning. Is that just teams being nervous and trying to figure each other out, or what's going on? Yeah, you always want to see who's going to, you know, come out and draw first blood, right? Get yeah. on the scoreboard, and that kind of adds to – every snap feels like there's so much pressure on it. Um, and, you know, just when, when I'm watching it, that's how I feel when I'm watching it. And when I was playing it, it was just like another football game, so it's weird. But um, 
yeah, you hear like even the commentators hanging on every, you know, third down conversion. Mm -hmm. Everything is huge. Like it's so amplified um, in the moment. But um, just, you know, I thought they did come out a little tight. There was not a ton of shots downfield. I thought Shanahan called an amazing game. Especially at the beginning. Yeah. His trick plays were at great times. And, you know, one was an overthrow. Um, Mm. Purdy just released a little too, he was a little too far with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other one, the double pass. As soon as I saw Jennings step back, that's like, you know, your antennas go up. I just stood up. I go double pass. And everybody like kind of like looked over at me and sure it was, but I thought they were going to go down the field. They went straight back across to McCaffrey. Yeah. And, uh, and he did the rest. So it was like, yeah, he, he, he leaned on the run game, which that's what I was like. Hey, if he wants to win this game, he's going to have to go with McCaffrey. And he did. McCaffrey had 30 plus touches, um, 20 something carries and eight receptions that's that's usually a recipe to win and unfortunately there's just that guy Mahomes on the other side and Kelsey yeah yeah totally Jawan Jennings I mean probably the MVP of the game if it goes the Niners way when it's all said and done right he had some huge catches um, run after the catch and then just that touchdown he had kind of remind me of curses Mm -hmm. where he just fought off three tackles two or three tackles and, and you know willed his way to the end zone um yeah, and then the touchdown pass. I think that's, you know, first time someone's thrown a touchdown pass, we were reminded since Antoine Randallow. Yeah, yeah. It would have <laughs> been receiver. an all-time performance for sure by by an individual player throwing for a touchdown, catching a touchdown, the, the other catches he had. Yeah, uh, just great game for him, but it, it goes the Chiefs' way at the end late. And, I mean, the Niners, it's weird because, you know, I'm, I'm not rooting for them, but – they played a better game, it feels like. they. It was like their season. Like, they were consistent. Their defense was stout. They weren't letting Mahomes do anything. Um, but they just kind of couldn't get that big touchdown to pull away when they needed to. Um, the, the missed extra point in the second half looms huge at the end. I mean, it's crazy how the math always comes back to find you in football, isn't it? Special teams, but that's the, you know, third, you know, part of the game. And they did great job covering kicks, both sides. I mean, it was awesome to watch open field tackle, like big hits. Uh And then, yeah, that, that blocked field goal. I shouldn't uh, say missed. Yeah. Blocked. Huge. Yeah. But then what about, what about the fumble? Um, It bounced off the guy's foot and McLeod, you just got to dive on the ball. Yeah. Um, Now I, you know, I can't fault him. He's uh, he's a playmaker, and he saw an opportunity. He thought if he got it, the gunner one of the gunner was by him. So those are like really your only threats. And unfortunately, he just it slipped through his hands as he went to you know pick it up on the run. Yeah. But special teams, man, that's the other the third phase of the game that that always looms large, and it was it's brutal, man, because they played a great game offensively, defensively. Special teams, they had two missed opportunities that gave. Mahomes and them points. Yeah. It's just, and they played three and a half great quarters of football. <laughs> well, through Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes and Kelsey just do what they always do to finish games. And then in overtime, you can't give them another chance. 
you can't give them a chance. How about uh, Kelsey bumping Andy Reid or whatever that was, getting fired up on the sidelines? <laughs> Andy Reid kind of looked at him like, "What is happening right now?" This is, but it, it set let a fire. I don't know. They were they were freaking out a little bit at the beginning. Stay composed, they, guys. They did. They did not look like even Pacheco putting it on the ground and then him running up and down the sidelines apologizing. But, um, you know, it was it was tough. But I think, you know, I told you they don't there's no one over there that can stop Kelsey. And I and the same way, I didn't think Kittle. I really thought it was a miss, but they still got plenty of points. They played great. You know, so I can't fault Shanahan yeah. for that game plan. It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but but Kelsey. You saw what he did, one catch, one yard in the first half. And, you know, after he told Andy, hey, I'm open, use me. Eight for 92, <laughs> yeah. finished with nine for 93. Like, yeah. I, I said 10 for over 100, and, and I thought he was going to get two or three touchdowns. But, you know, it, it didn't go that way. But that, when he needed it most, who did he go to? Kelsey. Yeah. Well, uh, we go into halftime seven to three. Um, and let me remind our friends about epicseats.com because there's a concert at halftime. And if you want to go see – other concerts or other shows and things going on, you should use our friends epicseats.com. Perhaps you have concert or event tickets and you'd like to sell those and you don't want to do it yourself. You can also use epicseats.com, whether you're buying or selling, and tell them that Take 12 sent you or that you heard about them on us and you will get $12 off when you spend $100 when you're buying seats or you get an extra $12 per ticket when you're selling seats with epicseats.com. Lofa, the halftime show, I'm sure you were grabbing another snack, perhaps. I was as well, but then Usher came out and held it down, and I loved the halftime show. I thought it was fun. It wasn't necessarily as big of a show as it usually is, but, I mean, the songs were banging, and Usher's awesome, and Ludacris, and Alicia Keys. Like, How would you like the halftime show? Yeah, I, I missed it. I didn't see a, oh. a single... <laughs> song but yes i do i do enjoy all those artists they're awesome all right you got to go pump up the surround sound and turn it on today maybe it's pretty good yeah Yeah, i made the whole crew around here watch it it's good he comes out on roller skates in college dude he dips halfway through and then comes back on roller skates what's not to love about usher on roller skates he's a he's a great athlete yeah Ooh, dancing takes his shirt all the way off too Something for everybody on the halftime show. Anyway, uh, third quarter comes back. Game is still pretty herky-jerky about halfway through the third quarter, towards the end of the third quarter. Then the scoring starts. Fourth quarter is kind of nuts. And then, you know, we go into overtime. Um, Weird game again. Like, at one point I was making a joke that either kicker could maybe be the MVP (laughs) But no, they, the blocked extra point and then and then everything. But uh, Bucker did set a record for the longest field goal in Super Bowl history. Yeah, that mm-hmm. thing was a missile, and <laughs> it went right through two hands. And I mean, it might have been good from sixty plus. If 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 the Chiefs don't, and we'll get to the final play in overtime and everything. But so and let's start it with this: if they don't hit that play there at the end, right? Let's say it goes incomplete, and they decide to kick a field goal, and I, I guess we'd be going to double OT or something, which would be completely crazy. Um, if they kick it there, they go to double OT, and then they and then whatever team wins it with a kicker, would we have gotten a kicker for MVP? Probably not. Oh like, come on! <laughs> what Bucker? Really? He sets the record that he ties it that if he would have won it in OT. Really? No? All right. 
Probably still not. I, <sighs> I just, uh, I don't see it. I, I think they would have still given it to either Mahomes or, you know, if Kelsey scores that final, you know, one or whatever. Um, it, I just, I don't think they would. Yeah. I think if Kelsey had caught the final touchdown, I think they might have given it to him. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They definitely would have. And then on the other side, it was Jennings who yeah. played. He's a weapon, man. I'm, it's got, like, I'm already nervous about next year facing that guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's real good. Cause he's proven, like, okay, he can play on the big stage and they're probably going to use him more now that they, they've seen what he can do because it's always been, you know, Kittle, Debo, McCaffrey, but now you got him too in the mix. Tell me, uh, let's put on some coaching hats and some strategerial hats. Uh, Let's talk about the decision by the Chiefs to kick it going into overtime. Uh, They had six seconds left on the clock. It was second down, and they had a timeout. Why not try one to the end zone? The final play that ended up being ultimately the final play of the game, why not just run that there and win the game and shoot the confetti off with six seconds left? They felt there wasn't enough time, question mark? Probably didn't get the look that they wanted. Okay. Um, you know, is the only thing I can think of. They were a little further back mm-hmm. um, on the field, and that 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 spacing is really where you needed that for that that touch the final play. Okay. And on you had the you had ten seconds, so only four seconds ran off the clock when they went to Kelsey. But it's got to be. You remember when uh, Russ? We, I think we had like five or six seconds and they were making a decision. Like Pete was like, Oh, do we kick it? Do we throw it? He pulled Russ over. He's like, Hey, it's gotta be a back shoulder and it's gotta be a fastball. Right. So that way if, and it's, and you preferably you want it low, Russ threw it like perfect right at the chest. But so like if that ball wasn't caught and it gets deflected, clock doesn't go off until uh, it hits something out of bounds or lands out of bounds. And so like, that was a real concern. And, hmm. you know, I thought they could have done it. They, they tried it real quick to him and right. it wasn't there. So they just made up their mind. They're like, Hey, let's go to overtime. And, and I, you just, you want the ball in Mahomes' hands at the end. That, that's all, you know, even when San Fran was driving, I, I know there's like, all right, we hold in the three. We, yeah. This game's over. I just feel like I, I want to do, I, I could do like a whole, I want to have just a whole conversation with Andy Reid about these decisions. Cause it's just, it fascinates me coach to coach and, you know, trying to get inside their head and sort of what they're thinking. And you have the different overtime rules. So you know that you're going to get the ball most likely. And I mean, unless there's a defensive touchdown, but most likely, like you said, you know, Mahomes is going to at least get one chance, but I just feel like with six seconds on the clock, second down from where they were with the quarterback they got, because if it goes the other way on you, in overtime, you kind of had your chance there, but you know, whatever. So they go into overtime. Uh, the Niners, okay, so the Niners kick a field goal. Any problems with them kicking the field goal? They kind of have to. You got to get the points. You can't go for it there and come away no, with you, nothing, but they leave themselves vulnerable to what happened. Yeah, no, they were. I got to pull it up because it was pretty bad just from my memory yeah. of what their conversions on third. Uh, three of 12 on third down. Wow. So, you know, I, yeah, I don't, and then they went for that one fourth and three and Kittle got the ball and, uh, stretched out, barely made it. But, uh, yeah, when it's going like that, you're not confident that, okay, we'll go for it. And then all, 
all Mahomes needs is a field goal. Yeah. That is not what you want. True. They they did, though, the Niners, they got the ball, and they held onto it forever. That first drive, I mean, it was their only drive in overtime, yeah. but they took, like, half the clock away. And, I mean, they had the, the penalty, which kept the drive going, which was obviously huge. Yeah. But they, they really, I mean, I don't know. They were, yeah. But th- then they I, give I the like ball that. back to Mahomes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I like that. They like, they took like six minutes off the clock. Yeah. And I know on the other side, you got to be thinking like, are we even going to get the ball? You know, like, <laughs> we're going to score with like two minutes left. I thought. And like it, then. The- you're in a real jam. <laughs> well, that's what, I was thinking like the NFL rule makers, they didn't have this in mind when they came up with the rule that both teams get the ball <laughs> because if that team gives you the ball back with 32 seconds, I mean, you technically got the ball, but you didn't really get the ball. So I don't know how that would work. Or, or what if the first team that gets the ball just literally holds onto the ball till there's like two seconds left and scores? Would they just, they would they have to give the oh, te- other over. team another chance or what? I don't know. But anyway. Be game over. So then what about – and now here's where my, my conversation with Andy Reid continues because they, they yeah. get the ball back. Now Mahomes goes down the field. But at the end of the game, I just find it so fascinating that the clock is running. They're not – like, I, 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 I'm not a Chiefs fan, and I was just standing in the living room just like, what is what are they doing right now? I don't know. You know, I mean, if that goes incomplete, I, like I guess they have attack, bro. Dude, I, it, if that goes off McKinnon's hands, which we've seen in our games before, the, you know, the running back turns around, it just for some reason mm-hmm. they run before they catch or whatever. W- they would have had two seconds or so left, but then that would have been your last final chance. Or do they think they kick it there and go to double OT? Yeah, that's that's okay. obviously what the, the thought process was because okay. they had two timeouts and I just didn't understand <laughs> Yeah, like, use the timeouts, get the play you want out there. But, dude, I was freaking out, dude. I was like, "What is? what are they doing? I didn't know what they were doing at all. I, I, really, I really wonder what Andy Reid would say. Maybe just he felt like they had the momentum and they had him on their heels. But to snap that ball with the clock running, I've never been more stressed seconds. out by a team that wasn't my own team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then just right to a walk-off touchdown. Just the heart rate all the way up here, and then just like drops. Like, oh, they scored. Also, how come for my team, when every time one of my teams is in one of those situations, it's like a contested ball, or a, it's never clean, or the quarterback has to scramble for his life, and no, they just drop back. Oh, wide open, boom, done. Let's go home. Why? Why was wide it that open. hard the whole time? <laughs> I don't know. Crazy. Yeah. What about that final play? Uh, you see anything on that, or it, it, um, it, just from what I remember, that it must have been man. They got into the bunch set and they motioned. Uh, I think it was Hardman. They yeah. The, the touchdown. Um, when you're manned up, like if you're a man team and you're in that situation, it's tough. Like because you don't go to zone. Yeah. Right. You don't. You know, and so mm-hmm. that's you, you should like if if you're and no one ever does it, but I would, hey, you bunch up, we go to zone, and then as soon as they break, because you have a, a low defender inside, low defender outside, and the safety high, responsible for the three, You as soon as they break, now it might not be a great matchup. I might have to cover, you know, a receiver, a speedy receiver, but it's going to happen so quick that you just go straight. That's your new man, and it's not a great matchup for us, but either way, at least someone's on everybody. 
Man, it it went late into the night too. And the the way that it ended with the clock running and it's not any of my team. So the way that it ended and they shoot the confetti and they pass off the trophy, it almost was over quicker than it began. It was strange. I the living room I was in had a couple of uh, foreigners who aren't used to American football and they were like, "That's it. It's over. It's what where are you all going?" And we were like, "It's Sunday. We got to work tomorrow. <laughs> See ya." <laughs> um, so, I don't know what could be done about later. that, but yeah, it's just like there's all this lead up. There you're watching the game for so many hours. It's I mean, it was what, 11:30 on the East Coast or something by the time this thing wrapped up. No time to party afterwards. I don't know. It felt like I watched the and ball the drop. That we've seen win it, just winning it again. <laughs> right. I watched the ball drop in New Year, uh, uh, for New Year's one time in New York, and it was like we were live there. And the ball drops, and then everyone just turns around and walks away, and it feels sort of anticlimactic. <laughs> sort of what that Super Bowl felt like last night. Um, yeah, man. Um, so, what about the celebration? What about Taylor? What about the rest of it? Any thoughts on all the not football stuff? No, I didn't really watch. You know, I've seen them. Win two Super Bowls now. What's a third? Yeah, you know, it's kind of oh, good for them. Yeah, yeah, good for uh, Taylor and her friend Blake Lively. Lots of shots of them. Looks like they were enjoying themselves. Um, so the Chiefs, oh, yeah. a lot of stars out there. Lots of stars. Lots of stars. Yeah. Um, who who was your favorite that you saw? Anyone that? Um, Jay Z, Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, Braun was there. Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was there. Vegas. That was yeah. crazy. Vegas brings the stars out. I thought he meant Braun from Believe. Uh, <laughs> no, La. He could have been there. La. He could have been there. You, you know, know, Braun was probably there. He that guy's probably everywhere. Was. Probably was. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, wait. I was going to. Oh, oh, the Chiefs. I mean, the legacy, the dynasty, the whatever this is. We got to talk about this because the one they lost was to old TB and the Bucks, right? So. They could even have another one here. Uh, what about all of that for Andy Reid? I'm happy for him, but then the Chiefs organization as a whole and the future for Mahomes. Oh, my God. Future is bright because mm-hmm. this is one of the youngest teams that they've had there um, at a lot of positions. That defense is young. Sneed, McDuffie. McDuffie played out of his mind. Yeah. Um, Carl Loftus looked great. Chris Jones. Uh, so it's just – can they keep it all together? Cause you're going to have to pay all these guys and mm-hmm. you know, other teams are going to, you know, come for them and free agency and say, Hey, well, this is a guy who knows what it takes. Cause that's what they all, they all have that now. And you see super bowl team uh, guys get plucked from super bowl teams because they want that leadership in, in other organizations. So uh, it'll be, it'll be tough to resign everybody, but as long as you give Mahomes one really good receiver, which right now is their rookie, Rasheed Rice, mm-hmm. and a great tight end. So I think Kelsey could do this for another four or five years. That's the crazy part. Um, it just looks too easy for him. And so we'll see. But they got to draft a, a young tight end that he can – and Watson looks pretty good. He's not as strong or as uh, quick with the run after the catch. He's fast, but – He's got some things he's got to learn from Kelsey, but he played a great game. He had some big, big time catches. So I just, I think they're going to be back to this game like three or four times again in the next five, six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's it mean for the Niners, this loss? And what a way to lose it, you too. Ha- I mean, oof. I think their window's still open. I think next year is where 
after next year because you're going to have to pay Purdy after next year, I believe, is what um, when they can negotiate. And when you do that, you see it just take a hit to the whole team because now you're going to lose all you know all your stars, and they're putting the franchise squarely on Purdy's shoulders. So I thought he played his ass off. He had some amazing throws. Just two that he wanted back. The uh, the, the first trick play where they faked the bubble screen to the left and then took a shot. He just overthrew it a little bit. And then it was an unbelievable design by uh, Shanahan. They faked the stretch to the right, and then they had three verts outside, middle, and then right down the hash. It's, I was like, oh, my God, he could throw it at any, any three of these guys. But he picked the right one, but just overthrew Debo um, in the end zone. But other than that, he had some amazing corner routes and over routes that just precision. It was in the big game, too, to make those throws for, what, second year? Unbelievable. Um, but when you got to pay him, it's going to it's gonna hurt mm-hmm. as a whole. So they got to get back next year. And I think the experience is going to help them, um, you know, maybe not make some of the mistakes they did. But, yeah, these, these two teams, I think we're going to see them for a while now. Uh, how about Shanahan? What about Shanahan? I mean, just brutal. Brutal again. No Niners fan, but just the the Atlanta Super Bowl. Remember with the Patriots, and then I mean he wasn't the coach, but you know he's there, and and then this one, and I just and the, you know the chief they keep getting them at the end. They got them in the other one. Yeah. So I was just brutal. Three, three double digit leads, and you know that you don't want that, and to the same team uh, in the Super Bowl, uh, the Chiefs. You don't want that to kind of hang around and linger into next season. And and so that's, but I, you know, it was so brutal. My heart, I, even though I don't like the Niners, yeah. my heart breaks for them because yeah. I know what it's like to lose that game and the feeling just lingers Ugh. forever. Yeah, no, I just, as a person, it's gotta be tough. Um, and a weird injury too to Greenlaw. What? That was weird. I, I just noticed that was higher on my list here, but I just looked down and I saw that. I mean, that was just so unfortunate. Again, not a Niners fan, but geez. He's one of my favorite linebackers to watch yeah. um, in, the, in the game today. And he was – he had too much energy. He was expanding too much energy. Like I said it even to my kid. I was like, yeah, watch 57 because he's one of my favorite linebackers. But – after every play, if you go back and watch it, he's just getting up. Like, he looks like he's going to strain a muscle, you know, partying, like flexing on him. And then he did. He blew his Achilles. And just because just overextended. And, like, I'm telling you when, you, when you tense up like that, it's hard to sustain it for, you know, a full, what, three hours. And I feel like that the moment was just a little too big in terms of his emotions. He let his emotions get the best of him. But, Yeah. I felt so bad for that kid. He yeah. is one of the best linebackers in the league. The um, I thought of I thought of my good friend Lofa uh, a lot while watching the Super Bowl because I, I think of you while I watch football all the time. I think, oh, what would Lofa say about this or that? But I especially thought about you right at the beginning and right when the game was starting and everyone's talking about who they're picking and who they're rooting for in the living room. I thought of you right away because the Niners. When they came out, they had a boombox over a shoulder. The guys were all dancing. They're pushing each other. They're mosh pitting and whatever. They're fired up. They're screaming and yelling and jumping and bringing the hype, right? And then the Chiefs, they just followed Andy Reid out of the tunnel, just walking. 
just stone face, focus, straight ahead. And I remember you talking about getting overhyped and maybe making it too big of a deal and being kind of like almost like too prepared from and too energetic and whatever. And right then I, I, I proclaimed that the Chiefs will win this game because of how both teams entered the field. That's what experience does for you, buddy. It's, this is old hat to them. They're just like, oh, this is what we do. We come out here, we mm-hmm. win Super Bowls. Yeah. And Who's next? Like, so, somebody next year. Somebody's going to have to deal with them. That, yeah. And I feel like just they can't coast. They, they, uh, they learned a valuable lesson this year. You can't coast and hope to make it to the playoffs because they almost didn't, right? And, uh, I mean, they had enough wins. But going on the road, that's when I said, okay, if they make it all the way on the road this year, just give them their ring. <laughs> Two back to back like a home game to them now, and and not only back to back Super Bowls, but back to back overtime Super Bowls. Never had an overtime in the NFL, or or sorry, in the Super Bowl ever. Fifty something of them, and then two in a row. All those commercials. I looked it up. Seven mil for a thirty second commercial. Oh. North of seven mil. Which commercial? What was your favorite? Just to get it on the air. The the one I remember that sticks out the most is the Ben Affleck J-Lo Dunkin' Donuts one. Was that yours? So yeah, your boy Tom was in there too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and Brett, Matt. Brett blocked I that like, part out. My favorite part is that Matt like, is too cool for it and doesn't even want to be there. And he clearly told them the only way he'll do it is if his character cannot want to be there. <laughs> I really liked... The Michael Sarah, Sarah V lotion. <laughs> I thought that was good. That's been going on the internet for a few weeks. It was good of them to oh, have fun it? with that. Yeah. McNeil, what were yeah. you saying? The State Farm one was really good. I love that one. With Arnold? With Arnold? Yeah. Neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody. Uh, with the Super Bowl being over, that also means that's a wrap on this season of Take 12. Uh, we do appreciate all of you listening. What a great season it was for this here podcast. And I mean, we went, we went to New York and, and met some listeners and partied with them out there. We went to Dallas and partied with some Seahawks fans there. We, man, did trips up to Seattle and outside the stadium and all these episodes and all the sponsors and everybody listening. We gathered so many of you this year. And so I'll just say thank you. And, and, um, Thank you, Lofa, and thank you, Katie, and Luana, and Carly, and McNeil, and Ryan, and everybody around here uh, who makes it go, because it's a lot of fun to do, and we love y'all. Thank you, Brett. You're welcome. Lofa, you got anything to say to the people as we wrap up this year's season? Yeah, thank you. Stay tuned. Uh, Hopefully we get some draft stuff going this year. Yeah. Uh, That's something I'm really passionate about. Um, but yeah, I love my team. Thank you all. I appreciate you. Every listener, every sponsor wouldn't be possible without both of you. Uh, yeah, just love you guys. And, uh, thanks for, uh, hanging with us. The next year's opponents for the Seahawks have already been released. We got Packers and Vikings and Broncos on the schedule. Um, well, I guess that would be Russell listen. Uh, the Bills, uh, the Bears, man, Lions again, Patriots, lots to talk about next season. And as Lofa said, we'll be back sometime around draft time to talk about the new staff and what they're doing and 
Hey, we got an OC, the guy from UW. You saw that? So they're mm-hmm. building the squad over there, Lofa. Yeah. Lost to talk about. Um, for our sponsors, Wiener Schnitzel and Delta and Epic Seats and Simply Seattle and Pack Back, you know, thank all of them as well. And we'll see you guys later. If you have emails or thoughts, you can hit us up on uh, our email, which is seahawkspod at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on all social media at Seahawks, no, at Take 12 Pod. At Take 12 Pod on all social media. That's it, right, Katie? That's it. Love y'all. Um, yeah. We'll see you later. Hands in the middle. Lofa, you must do this one. You're not sending this one back. This is yours. You're the captain of our ship. All right. I appreciate everybody. It's a new year. This is our year, just like every fan base says, but we actually believe it. This is our year on three. One, two, three. This This is is our our year. Believe. B-L-E-A-V. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.